Greetings, everyone. Hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sella. Today we are doing another spoiler talk episode review of The Mandalorian Season 1, Episode 4, Sanctuary. Joined here remotely in a galaxy far, far away, it's Mark telling us his opinion on the episode as well. How you doing out there, Mark? I'm eating a bunch of blue shrimp. Oh, nice. Do they have a good crunch to it? I can't tell if they're spoiled or just alien. Either way, it'll benefit somebody. Now, before we begin, I'm going to give a quick disclaimer. This video, despite talking about a general family show on Disney+, Plus that is rated PG, this video podcast and review is meant for older audience members, specifically college age or older. The purpose of this video is to talk about the filmmaking aspect, the narrative writing, and all that other analytical stuff that Mark and I can do regarding the Mandalorian episode. So keep that in mind, folks. This is not for the wee ones. With all that out of the way, Mark, why don't you tell us what is the general synopsis for this action-adventure story of the Mandalorian? Mando and the baby are fleeing the raid of bounty hunters chasing them across the galaxy. They settle on an inhospitable, swampy planet where a village is constantly under siege by the Clatoonian raiders who torture them as they harvest their blue shrimp. There, Mando meets an old friend by the name of Cara Dune, and together they will help defend the village and teach them how to be defending themselves from these raiders. But there may be more to the raiders than meets the eye and a mechanical menace lurking in the trees. Well, that's it. What a wonderful tale, Mark! It is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was so beautiful. So, uh, Mark, let's uh, jump back to you because I got to catch my breath from doing that horrible singing. What were some of your favorite moments of this episode? Uh, Baby Yoda. I'm not going to be ashamed to admit it. I love this kid. I know. I think we all do. And what's funny, I don't mean to interrupt you already, but I love the fact that I was watching Double Toast's reaction to how Disney handled the marketing. And oh boy, dude. Yeah, that was very fair. It, 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 the official merchandise for Baby Yoda at the mo- moment, and anybody who's been keeping track of this would know already, it looks like the bootleg merchandise for this show. I know. I know. It's like it's like what they said on Double Toast. It's like Cafe Express. That's what it looks like it was made by. No, Cafe Press. Is it Press or Express? Either way, it looked like garbage. Either way, Disney Plus also had some business cards printed with that order. But yeah, no, I, I, I agree with your initial thoughts there. It's like, I love that we got a little bit more of Baby Yoda in here. And uh, you mentioned to me that there were some uh, zany uses of him in a good way. Yeah, just uh, in the beginning when he Mando was telling him to, you know, stay in the ship. And we do find out he is actually a he. So I feel good about saying that now in this episode. He tells him to stay in the ship. You know, it's all that stuff. And uh, the door opens to the ship and Mando's standing there. But then right next to him, you see Baby Yoda. And it, it was almost this like droopy Tom and Jerry-esque like reveal. It, it gave me a good laugh. I like that this is, for all intents and purposes, a fairly serious show, but also can have, you know, just funny moments because at the end of the day star wars is for everyone i think and that's its intention also just like especially in those scenes like mando's just trying to be a good dad like mando's a better mando might already be the best dad we've seen in star wars oh dude them's fighting words but i think you're right i'm just saying mando hasn't chopped off baby yoda's hand yet no not at all 
Well, some of the other positives for me is I've, I've mentioned this in the past before that I really like more of the adventurous aspect of the show, not so much like the deep seated narrative driven, like underbelly type stuff. And I feel like this episode really delivered in that angle and like exploring like a new setting. Mando has a goal in mind, which is to find a safe place for Baby Yoda or uh, we still don't know its name or the species names, but for the most part, that's what people call it. And we meet some interesting characters and have a somewhat unique setting, uh, at least compared to like what we've seen in Star Wars, at least the main movies and shows. Yeah, at the very, it wasn't an ice or desert planet. It wasn't quite an Endor planet. It was more of like Northern American forest type setting with prairies. Yeah, and some wetlands and stuff. And uh, actually, this village gave me either a very uh, Avatar vibe, if the Avatar show was live action, a few of those settings. Or if not, it it had a very much just straight up sort of a fantasy feel to it. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And we got some interesting fight scenes, especially between Mando and uh, you said it was like Delta Dune. Del, what was her name? Kara. Kara Kara Dune. I don't know why. For a while, I just called her the Star Wars Lady Sif because she kind of gave me that vibe a little bit. Not inaccurate. Voiced uh voiced and spending too much time with cartoons played by gina carano and uh used to the best of her abilities but also for me didn't leave much of an impression compared to nick nolte's character and that's a very unfair criticism but also at the same time like i think this definitely won't be the last time we'll see her and she was very capable and i actually kind of liked her fight between her and mando it was very visceral like there were a couple times when like they were kind of going back and forth punching each other in the face slash helmet and then she kind of like does this Drop down with like a massive haymaker on Mando. I was like, damn, that's some brutal fighting. And I like it. Mm, it was. I was confused at first because Mando originally introduced her as a trooper, which at first I thought, oh, was she like one of the defected stormtroopers? But then later on mentions actually she was part of the rebellion at one point, if I heard that correctly. No, you heard that correctly. And um, it was an interesting turn, especially, you know, we don't really see that sort of angle you know, from the good side very much. But overall, I think this was a really fun episode for me. Uh, you and I, we mentioned, like, it may not be, like, our top favorite episode. I think for me personally, episode two is still my favorite, but this one is definitely kind of, like, up between episode two and three for me. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, really, the only negative I had for this episode is the way it ended, where, yes, Mando was able to save the village from the raiders and the weird walker robot thing and he was kind of ready to settle down or at least have baby yoda settle down but then one of a random bounty hunter was about to snipe baby yoda but then ends up being like knocked out by Kara dune and while not quite the same it's very similar to what mark mentioned to me about ig11 and Mando in the first episode where it's like it's another shootout fake out kind of thing and Mando's like oh well I guess Baby Yoda's not safe here so I guess I'll keep going with him and I was like yeah I mean it didn't bother me entirely but it was kind of something I could definitely see happening more times than not in terms of a narrative tool Mm -hmm. and honestly for the amount of characters we got I didn't find too many of their interactions very memorable especially for how long it was yeah I think that was a weird criticism we both had like this was a really long episode and i don't know if the other ones were shorter i don't remember i know episode two was but 
I don't know, just had some minor issues with it. But overall, I think I had a lot of fun watching this. Oh, yeah, still very solid and still looking forward to more. And uh, a shout out to Bryce Dallas Howard, who uh, is the second woman to direct a live action Star Wars project. Probably get more in the future. So I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, folks, uh, I think that's relatively it for me and Mark. Not really much to go on, except that this was a fun episode. I think we both agree on that. Uh, Some minor little issues, but I'm quite curious to see where the adventures of Mando and the Baby Yoda will go next. And all I'm saying is that ATST was acting like it was kind of uh, self-aware and not just piloted it was weird yeah i will say that before we go actually like i always assumed that the walkers were piloted but that one it kind of looked like there was a droid controlling it or something like it was running on ai but they never really covered whether or not if it was operated by a raider or not yeah because we didn't see any in there no we just saw some red hue and that's really it which was also weird for a walker i felt yeah i mean it was kind of cool and scary for a kid probably but for its purpose i guess it was just to intimidate yeah most likely and that'll do it for our review spoiler talk for the mandalorian season one episode four sanctuary you heard our opinions but now we want to hear yours let us know in the comment section below have you seen the episode did you like it did you not like it share your thoughts join the conversation if you like reviews just like this subscribe to my podcast channel ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop like this video and if you want to support me directly please go to my patreon at patreon.com forward slash matt seller consider donating as low as a dollar a month will help go towards my podcast channel art animation and content made just for you this is matt seller this is mark thanking you all for tuning in (laughs) 